When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, Bucks fans? We are back. It's Real Bucks Talk. We are live here on Bucks Report, also the Pigskin Podcast Network. I am your host, Michael Plus. Join as always, Mark Ramirez. And Mark, yesterday, uh, it's been a crazy start to this new year. First of all, Happy New Year to everyone who's uh, joining us. But man, yesterday was just a wild ride. And I'll let you, uh, you know, just start off with your thoughts and just, um, you know, tell everyone what we're going to probably discuss here tonight. Yeah, let's start off with this. He's a mess. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a big mess that's off the team now, but we're also going to talk about one hell of a comeback. Tom Brady living up to the GOAT status. One of his first, first, uh, I guess, end of game drives as a Buccaneer. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about the, the Cowboys drive, but this one he actually scored a touchdown, which was fantastic. Couldn't believe the throw. Defense stepping up when they needed to. But also – a lot of things we're going to talk about is the coaching early on. They seem to always start slow, not ready when it counts. I mean, yeah, they come up when it counts, but mm-hmm. you got to come in prepared, got to come in with a motor. I'm tired of hearing the players say, oh, the other team is playing like it's their Super Bowl. Well, damn it. Start matching the effort or more. I mean, it is ridiculous. And you're going to start this way every half until the playoffs. You're going to tell me that's normal? No. So that kind of upset me, but – Second half, there's a lot of good 410 yards, three touchdowns by Tom Brady mm-hmm. declaring the GOAT yet again. But yeah, we'll talk about the elephant in the room and Antonio Brown. Other than that, great comeback victory 2024, even though I'm pulling my damn hair out. I know everyone else probably was the same, but let me let us know in the chat mm-hmm. what y'all thought. But plus, what is your highlights of the game? Well, I think you you said it there. It was a great comeback win. And I think that's, you know, where you have to start first because winning in this league is is tough. It's not easy uh to get to 12 wins like this team is 12 and 4. That should be celebrated. And you know, again, I know it was against the Jets who are 4 4 and 12 now, but looking at that team, that's a team that has fought, you know, pretty much in every contest and they they did beat some good teams. They beat the Titans, who are the number one seed in the AFC. And I think they also beat another team that's slipping my mind. But, they, I mean, that team plays hard, and they're well coached as well. So you got to give them credit for what they did in the first half. Second half, like you said, I thought we played much better. I think we matched their intensity, started coming out with a, a better overall game plan, and it, it worked. So um a lot of positives, you know, Cyril Grayson continues to step up. I think he's got a great opportunity uh, to be, you know, more involved in the offense as we go forward. Oh, there you go. Bengals. Yeah. So those are two good wins. Um, you can't, you know, discredit that. Uh, but 
yeah, I mean, a win is a win. And, you know, Tom Brady, the offensive line, everyone involved on that last drive of the, of the game was fantastic. So, you know, just doing what you're supposed to do and, and make it happen. Absolutely. And guys, welcome in the chat. Bring all the questions. All you, Let's go, Krillin, in the chat as well. Mm-hmm. Alec, what's going on? It's up, Mark and Michael Kobux and, and Lightning. Plus, we're in the Lightning today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Pat brought up a good point here. Let's talk about the offense first, I guess. Let's, I I think the offense came on strong. Defense is playing flat. So going with that, offense, yeah, they came out. They scored in their first touch, their first drive, the touchdown, matching the Jets' touchdown. So, I mean, they did. It was just uncharacteristic of a Buccaneers offense, which is kind of weird. It was a long drive. Ended up scoring. Great. I like mm-hmm. that. I guarantee Arians was pissed because it wasn't a quick <laughs> score. I liked it. I did like that. It was just some of the miscues early early on, drop passes and stuff that I didn't like, and just the lack of attacking certain areas of weakness. And we always talk about that. Defensive, why they came out flat, maybe it's because Jamel Dean and SMB came into the game <laughs> a little late. Mm-hmm. On Canada, then come back. I don't think it's ever happened ever in a game, so that's insane. Like, yeah, It's enough the AB drama fest. Then you have to worry about Jamel Dean, SMB, are they going to play? Are they even get there in time? Let them warm up. Then SMB gets hurt. Like, holy cow, how many damn things does this team deal with and still come out with a victory on the road? I know it's the Jets, but still, it's an NFL team. They're trying to win. It's their Super Bowl, supposedly. So, uh, either way, I mean, what do, you, what do you think about the offense coming out strong and then defense flat? Well, you know, I mean, he's got a good point there. The offense did score in their first drive, which was great to see. Um, you know, really what was my issue and, and Mark's probably the same. It's just the overall process after that first touchdown uh, took place. The process kind of got um, kind of got away from what worked in that first drive. And if it, it seems like, you know, that's what they continue to do or not make adjustments to what the Jets are, are you know, trying to, uh, you know, do as the game goes forward. Um, they did figure it out there in the second half a little bit. They started getting some things going where when they needed to. Um, my issue is they still don't use enough play action. They don't use enough passing on first down, and they don't really commit to running the football. And I and I know it, it's because of Rojo going down early. I thought they were just keeping him on the bench, but apparently he suffered a you know an ankle injury, and then Keyshawn Vaughn goes down with ribs, uh, and then now you're stuck with Le'Veon Bell who. You know, give him credit. He did a good job catching the football yesterday, but he's just he's just not it. He's not in running back shape. So, um, and now they're talking about you know Kenyon uh, Bonner might be a running back this week called up. So, just have to see what happens with that. But again, the offensive line played very well. That's why I thought they could have done a little bit more to attack. And obviously, Gronk was the the weapon that was being the mismatch throughout the game. And it was good to see them continue to go to him. You know, Mike, you know, coming back off of COVID and then also the the hamstring, he looked, you know, not his usual self, had a, had a drop there late in the game that probably he knows he should have caught it. Um, yeah. But, you know, again, guys stepped up. Cyril Grayson made big plays. You'd like to see Tyler Johnson make that, that goal line catch. Yeah. He's got to make that happen, um, especially if he wants more opportunities, especially getting looks from Tom Brady. You know, Tom's going to remember that. But, you know, the good thing is Tom's going to he, he continue to keep going back to him on that final drive, which was good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of positives. Cam Brate making that catch on fourth down. 
a lot, lot of, lot of good stuff. So, right, and then, here's yeah, a point, before you go over to the defense, right? Robert Green always bringing good facts. This was the 32nd ranked team defense we faced, yeah. and we're all happy about. We came out good one, and then we got sputtered. 32nd ranked defense scored a touchdown on one of five drives in the first half. So, that's a big pressing point, and he usually brings up the point of. When we do face a good defense, we don't really move the ball well. And we're blaming the defense for not stopping the other team 100 times so the Bucks' offense can figure it out eventually throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they score 28 points. You, you better score that many end points against a la the 32nd ranked team defense. So still, like people may see things are moving, but you there's a reason why we had 410 yards of passing yards. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just because we're down. It, it should have been that easy, but. Right. It's, it's- yeah, and that that's something that we always talk about. You know, the the Bucks offense, for whatever reason, they they like to make it harder than it needs to be. Um, you know, you, you just got to keep it simple, and a lot of that is just understanding. You know, what is good and what works. And when you have play action and you're passing on first down, and you get nine yards per play when you pass it on first down, that tells you something. You know what? We should probably do that more often, and maybe utilize you know the play action as well, um, especially when you have opportunities in second and short, third and short. Hey, maybe we'll run the football. Surprise teams here. Um, so it's just little things like that um, where understanding what situations they're in and making sure they're more consistent in how they attack the game. Yeah, and where is he? Pat, here he is. I wish they would use Howard and Gronk in two tight end sets rather than Brait. I would, yes. I, I like the three tight end sets we're using, though. I just would like to see it more often and executed better. Maybe if you put them out there a little bit more often, you'd get some production. And again, now that AB's gone, we'll talk about that drama fest later, but who's going to step in? You have Howard, Brait, Gronk. I mean, use those big boys. I mean, I want to see them run the ball more, I guess, with the limited running backs we have now. I think mm-hmm. you're going to see another 50 passing day from Brady, sadly. But I don't know. I just don't see Le'Veon Bell, as other people are saying, too. He's just not the explosive guy. He's not. He looks slow. His body doesn't look right. He looked like a damn tight end catching the ball at times. because He was slow. It looked awkward, him running. Mm-hmm. He caught it naturally and got a feel, but it was really slow and sluggish. So I, I don't know how much he's going to bring. I think he's – you know, different shape than football shape. Mm. I still think we need to start running the ball more effectively. Do those end rounds. You have the guys now. I mean, Cyril Grayson, you've done it before. Scotty Miller, I don't know what the hell doghouse he's in. <laughs> it's, it's weird to me. And yeah. especially with Tom Brady's connection with him, you'd think that'd be a, a work in progress. And all we hear is good things about Leftwich, but I mean, from our standpoint, it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but I guess the numbers prove it. We're winning. It's just little things like this in a playoff setting when you're facing a great team in front of you. It's a lot different, a lot different. And that's one thing we we pinpoint a lot of that people get mad at us for. But I think you're going to go touch on the defense too. I mean, well, I think a lot of people are mentioning it and they're, you know, they're, they're smart. They understand the game. They're, they're obviously right. And the fact that the defense does miss Levante David, it's a huge loss. And, um, you know, you hopefully he, we can get him back for the start of the playoffs and, because let's just be honest, Kevin Minter, no. nice, nice guy, but he's just not it. I'm sorry. He's just not it. Um, and, and Devin White is just not not playing well consistently right now for whatever reason. 
so he he obviously misses uh levante uh and you know there was just a lot of things where guys were not in the right position or not getting to the spot where they needed to be i thought our front four you know did some good things obviously there's at times where guys got pushed down the line but the the filling of the gaps usually you know met by either devon or levante was obviously missing it just wasn't there so that's something that needs to be improved and um you know pass coverage i I thought was okay i didn't see anything bad there uh when they started playing more zone and and blitz and mark said this i mean constantly yesterday and and i agreed with them i was like why are we playing so much man coverage you know make zach wilson read what you're trying to do and they finally did that he had to hold the ball longer and guess what? It resulted in the pressure, resulted in sacks, incompletions, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not too worried about the defense going into the playoffs. I would say obviously both our concerns is the offense because like people have said on this chat and also, you know, on Twitter and, you know, anywhere you talk Bucks football, the offense struggles when it faces above average defenses. And that's a problem because you're not creative in how you call the game. You're not creative in getting your best players open by creating separation for them, that that becomes an issue. And the problem is like, we've seen them do it before. Yeah, That's, that's what's frustrating. Like we've seen them be smart and call a great game. And, and, and maybe that happens again because it happened last postseason. last postseason they did everything that we wanted them to do. We had a running and, game. Right. Yeah. That's a huge factor we too. Attempted to run the ball too. Right. But they, but they called it perfectly. They called it the right way. And they, they passed on first down. They used play action. So they, they just did a lot of things. And Mark, I, I mean, I don't know. Where does this, where does the offense go from here? Obviously, it, it helps that, you know, we have Tom Brady. Yeah, I was going to touch on that. Because that's mm-hmm. something you, I don't know who you, I think you're talking with John Ledyard on Twitter about how much Tom Brady's helping not just the players around him, like Cyril Grayson's, Rashard Perriman's, these smaller, no big name wide receivers, but the coaching staff. I mean, if you think about that last touchdown, that wasn't a drawn up, oh, Milt Byron Leftwich said, oh, this is going to be open. It's gonna, I'm going to tell you now, this is a two minute drill. Get down there. Brady fakes it one way and lasers it outside pylon. Only guy can catch it, Cyril Grayson. That's a Tom Brady making it up for it. And that's. Right him executing on a play and Cyril Grayson coming down with the ball. So how much is Brady making up for insufficiencies in our coaching, not just the player personnel or players on the field, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big issue that a lot of people aren't talking about. They just see it, us winning and, oh, we'll sign another star wide receiver. Don't worry. It shouldn't come to that. You, yeah. You Terrell, to- Terrell Owens is, you know, working out now. He's, he's going to come this week. But <laughs> a couple, couple other things on the defense too. Um, yeah, Devin White, I don't think he just necessarily went ghost. I think teams are literally saying this is like their best player. Mm-hmm. Offensive linemen were running right towards him immediately. Put in a lot of resources. Yeah, holding him big time. He's trying to throw his arms in the air like, what the hell can I do? No calls. Mm-hmm. And literally, how many missed tackles were there? Desir missed tackle. Carlton Davis in the bot right there misses. Yeah, There were a lot of missed tackles behind the line, not necessarily like in – like five yards after behind the line missing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the hell like, yeah. now you would think, yeah, Levante usually wraps it up. Cause Kevin Mitchell ain't going the right way, but it's to me, the, the running game against the jets, it was a team effort. Like 
some of those you just once you're there, you make the tackle. Antoine Winfield saving it a, a damn 55 yard run down the sideline. They still scored, but he shouldn't be made that far down the field. Make the play at the line. Right. No, and I agree. One other big update. Where was it? Sorry about this. Hardcore hero. Sorry to go off topic here, but I wanted to update everyone. My wife did get the correct photo of Winfield giving the peace sign back to Hill, signed by Winfield and not Hill. That's, that's, awesome. that's great news. That's the best news I've heard all day. That's great. Hey, that's a great way to start the new year. And congrats on that. Good job uh, by the wife. Well done. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get some positive here. Jim Melvin. I found out I found it interesting when Grayson said he had dead legs at the end of the game because he played so much in special teams. I just want to give credit to Grayson in general. We're probably gonna do a film study on him. Dude has gotten nothing but good reviews from everyone, even A B from last game. BA <laughs> mm-hmm. says it, everyone says it. And he doesn't really seem too shocked or in awe. He's just putting his head down and going with the flow. Yeah, his leg may have been tired, but the dude caught the game-winning touchdown when it mattered. So I want to give a little two minutes to him. Plus, what do you want to say about Cyril Grayson? I mean, hats off to him. I mean, this is a guy who's been – I mean, people forget. Like, he's been around the league for a little a little while now. Um, he was, I, I believe, on the Saints at one point. And, you know, he gets, gets cut a couple different times. And, you know, he's been on our practice squad on and off. But – you know, now he's just he's finding his opportunity and didn't play didn't play college football. So I mean, he's a little older. He's twenty eight years old, but you know, maybe this is his time. You know, maybe this is his time to you know finally get that opportunity, really develop into receiver. I mean, he's got plenty of speed. We all know that former track star, so he can run, uh, and that's a great place to start. So he's got the athleticism. Not the biggest guy in the world, but man, he he can do. A lot of different things and if that route running continues to get better i, I know you said yes so he, he should be he should be good i mean that's all it is it's knowing your route getting the timing down with brady and the more you connect with brady like this the more confidence he's going to have in you the more he's going to throw the ball to you right and he's catching catching run. the ball he's catching the ball that's the biggest thing right yeah this <laughs> <laughs> thing receive the ball yeah he's doing he's doing his job and that's all anyone can ever ask for. Uh, before we talk about the receiver, everyone else wants to talk about Derek Brandley. Good point. Mike Evans is going to be relied on big time in the playoffs. I expect opponents to double team him in the playoffs, like they do every game, but it's going to be even more. Right. Now AB is going to be gone. Joe Grayson, Tyler Johnson, Scotty, hopefully, Brashard Perriman all have to step up. This is where it's going to really matter. Like who's going to be the second guy that's going to help? Mike Evans, and this is where scheming. Mm-hmm. The coach is going to find ways to get Mike Evans to go one way, and all that traffic that he drags, there's going to be something available right where he leaves. Are we going to do that smartly? Are they going to execute that in their own game plans? Mm-hmm. That's, that's to be seen. Or are we going to just continue the same crap? That's that people get mad at us for saying, but it just realistically happens. So what do you think about Mike Evans getting doubled? Right. Well, it, it's going to happen. I mean, it's 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 been the defense's game plan against us, you know, throughout the whole season. And, and Mike still finds ways to, you know, get those one on one opportunities to make plays. Um, and it's just like you said, up to the Bucks, finding ways to move him around, get him in the slot more often, 
find ways to create space for him uh, to make big plays. Um, but like you said, at the same time, if if the defense is going to put that much attention on him, then you need to fill that space that becomes available with him leaving, you know, said space. And there should be openings there behind him or, you know, over the top or, you know, on the other side of the field. And like you said, it's going to be up to the coaching staff to uh, to scheme it properly and come out with the right attack. All right. So bless us. Go ahead and do it. Let's talk about the monkey in the, in the room. The is, it that, is it that time everyone's itching for it? <laughs> I think we should just get it out of the way. Rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah. Salt in the room. Well, I mean, okay. I I probably said I probably said a lot of things yesterday um, because at the time, I, you know, we me and Mark, we have a big group chat with a bunch of our other friends. And, um, you know, I was I was heated, not because of what A.B. was doing, but because of how the team was playing. And, um, you know, obviously <laughs> I just said, you know, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but. To be honest, I, I'm not surprised about what happened with Antonio Brown. Um, you know, you look at the history, you look at what has happened in his career. I mean, it shouldn't really surprise you guys. It shouldn't be shocking. Um, I just hope he's okay. Um, I don't know what happened. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assume what happened. Apparently there was a conversation. That conversation well, didn't yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, let's, yeah. I mean, everyone who doesn't know is coming in to find out. Like mm-hmm. let's break it down. Well, I mean, you know, yesterday in the second half, AB just, you know, starts stripping and, you know, leaves, leaves the, uh, the sideline goes to, you know, leaves the stadium and, you know, does a celebration and all that stuff. So, and everyone probably knows like, or has seen all the memes that have been created and all that, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just very odd and just added to, the oddness of that day you know first you had the two defensive backs with their flights i gotta bring this up while you're talking go ahead, keep talking. Uh, okay well i mean here it is here um you know obviously mike evans was trying to talk to him and 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 that didn't work so and uh yeah he's just leaving here throwing his jersey <laughs> look so, at the guy flicking him off too <laughs> <laughs> so really i i Again, I'm not going to speculate what happened. Obviously, there was a conversation between him and the coaches, BA himself, and I guess he didn't like what was said, and he was gone. That's to be honest. Realistically, there he's walking off the field shirtless. I thought he was going to pull his pants down. To be honest, right here, I was like, "Oh, he's going to do it. He's going to go full naked." <laughs> in the middle of the game, the game's still going on. They're going to play clock in the background. Like this is unprofessional. Crazy. I couldn't believe it even happened. I, th- I thought it was surreal. I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Picture you did that. It's still a job. This is his profession. Picture you did this. This is Monday morning. You go in. Your boss says, oh, can you go pick this up for me? You say no. And he, say, he asks you again. You say no. I say, forget this. I'm going to rip off my shirt. Mm-hmm. Throw it at any innocent bystander and just wave to everyone as I <laughs> walk my ass out the out the door it it's crazy i couldn't believe he did it i just i wanted an explanation i guess there is no i mean everyone after the game was saying oh he needs to get help needs to get help that's all i heard from brady that's what you heard from ba today it yeah maybe the man needs help i tried to defend him last week i was saying Mm. oh he's finally saying some of the right things proud of him standing up to some of the media Mm. 
it's when a push comes to shove, like, holy, he can really get pushed off a ledge. And maybe the dude does need help, but that none of that is proper or right. And, and, and we, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what kind of help he needs. Uh, you know, I just hope, and I think we can all agree, just hope he gets the right help, yeah. the right, you know, whatever he needs to happen. Hopefully that does happen for him. Uh, and it can, you know, resolve whatever the issue may be. Um, but yeah, hopefully um, he'll be okay. And again, now you're looking at this team, you know, it's uh, got to move on. And it, again, it's the next man up. It, it, it sucks because Antonio Brown is a great player. Oh, I mean, you, you, you see it on the field. Obviously, he was already, you know, making catches early in the game, creating separation. Uh, so he will be missed in that aspect um, because he would have definitely helped us. But, you know, now, you know, just got to move on and, you know, hope for the best for uh, both both parties involved. It, yeah, it, it sucks because he was going to be a huge part. He was a huge part in the playoffs, touchdown the, in the Super Bowl. I mean, any way you look at it, he was still at an elite level. I mean, he just came off a 100-yard game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's bipolar, concussion since that Bengals game. A lot of bad crap has been surrounding him, and it, this was just the time it, it popped off. Am mm-hmm. I kind of miss him? Yes and no. Yes, because of the production he can bring, but no, because of the drama that surrounds him. And yeah. how much of this was hidden under the wraps that you didn't really see? Because OJ and Mike Evans both try to bring him back. So that, that's saying something there. Mm. Maybe they've already known things. So just, bro, calm down. Come back in. We'll get this. And, okay, maybe it was his ankle. Someone's saying his ankle. He was hurt. Okay, then let someone know. Let the trainer know. I'm hurt. I, I want to mm. take this really quick some i guess it's in the middle of the game but who the hell cares like take a play off don't don't leave the game you just made it about yourself there's a team game you made it about i not we mm. get off the team then like if you can't make it about the team you're not part of the team that's the biggest thing and you just quit literally quit so mm. as a buccaneer fan i'm a fan of the buccaneers not of just one player I like his ability but as a team game, I I can't accept it. And yeah, no, I'm, I mean it's it was definitely, and I'm right there with you. It's an unacceptable act uh, by him. Uh, that's that's something you definitely don't do. You cause a distraction to your team, and obviously it maybe it, it has been a distraction. We don't know. Again, I don't want to assume anything, um, but obviously, you know, you caused a, a distraction there in, in the middle of the game where the offense is driving the football. And I think they ended up scoring on that drive after, you know, once he left. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, it was just unacceptable uh, for him to do that. But again, I just hope he gets the right help if he does need help and, um, you know, can have success wherever, you know, that may be. And then some drama of Mike Florio saying, I guess the Bucks want to cut AB, but not let him go to another team. <laughs> I don't even think the NFL wants him. Uh, Mike, Mike Florio is funny. I always, I, I tweet at him, but I don't think he responds to us. But, you know, I just, I, I laugh at it because this guy's a Vikings fan, first of all. So he already has a history with the Bucks. He doesn't like the team. Um, and uh, he just, he comes up with some 
<laughs> ridiculous things that he tweets out. They just don't make any sense. So it's just, it's funny. Um, fun follow. I, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> true. But I mean, other than that, for everyone that wanted their AB fix, that was it. It's off. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go to more positive news. The Bucks still did win the game. Right. Same comeback. And then people wanted to know about Mike Evans. How many more yards does he need? 54 yards to get to 1,000. And as Plus said, two touchdowns to beat his overall record for most touchdowns in the season. That would be insane to one up yeah. that too. Hopefully he gets that on one catch and then he's done for that for that game. <laughs> just Tom, down in the, Yeah, just yeah. just uh Tom just throw it deep and hopefully he gets in the end zone and then do one of those two yard touchdown passes to him as well. So that'd be I talk about that though. Yeah, how elite that connection was. The touchdown to Evans, back shoulder, like, was it, at the four-yard line or something like that? Mm. In just uncoverable. And then, like, you you were talking to me, like, they move Brady in motion, so Brady sees what the play is. Break that down for me. Right, yeah. I mean, that was a great touchdown. Um, and, it, it, again, it's about being smart about offense, about being a little creative. You have Brady outside wide, so they're going to bring him into the backfield. Um, he goes in the backfield with Brady. Then you have Mike who is lined up in the slot. He's going to shift out to the outside and it's just, it's understanding what the jets are doing now because they have a guy lined up on Mike one-on-one. So, you know, it's man coverage. Tom realizes that. And again, it's just, it's pretty hard to stop. Like it's pretty un, undefendable if that's a word, but, um, I mean, here it is right here. You see, uh, Ray's going to go in motion. So, you look at all the, the the players on one side of the field, that's where most of the Jets guys are. They're thinking, okay, this could be going, but Tom's looking at Mike the whole way. I mean, it's just it's realizing that, you know, he's got that one-on-one, and again, it's a perfect pass. Corner can't really do anything there unless he is sitting on that and lets Mike go by him. But, yeah, there's really nothing you can do. Like you said, Braid's going in motion. Look at this guy right here going with him. So Brady knows immediately this is one-on-one on the outside. Evan's going to win that. It's an easy win. Once he reads, okay, the quarterback's not looking at me. I already got this guy on an island. I'm going to throw this back shoulder. So this is the breakdown to catch 22 of it. But still, how effective is this? The guy has no chance. Evan's the only guy that knows where it's going. Back shoulder. Like you just said, undefendable. Undefendable, yeah. unguardable, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And we need to do that inside the five. Like a red zone, so shitty at times when it can look so easy when you do a shit like that, or just do Gronk the same way. It's right, on ways to get those mismatches that easy. It can look yeah. that very often, to be honest. Oh, for sure. And and inside the red zone, it's all about execution. Now, you know, you look at the one red zone opportunity miss guy needs to catch the football. You know, Tyler Johnson. That's probably a touchdown, and and instead you settle for a field goal there. Um, I think there's, I, I have to go back and watch, but there's probably some other times where we just, just weren't executing properly or the right play call wasn't there. So, um, you know, thankfully at the end there, we, we did execute, we got that big fourth, fourth and goal to break. Um, and, and like that play we just showed there, we, we, you know, did the right thing, like you said. And again, it's all about, you know, taking advantage of your matchups and knowing how to isolate them like that again it was it was late motion with Brait, and then you send mike out and it creates 
chaos for the defense. So just a good job. And hopefully we continue to see that going forward. Yeah. And so that's what we're saying. There is a lot of bright spots. Like Mike is still an elite player. He was thinking his injury and blah, blah, blah. He's going to get doubled. Mm-hmm. You can scheme guys open. The Bucks have done that. The coaches have done that before. We just need to do it more consistently and attempt to run the ball, guys. I don't care who's back there. Hand it off. Deshaun Vaughn looked good. I mean, he did he did a good job when he was in there. I know it, it wasn't like outstanding, but you know, he was doing a good job when he's getting opportunities. Hopefully he can come back this week and be healthy. Uh he caught the football. That was good. He he pass protected well. Um, the one that you know Mike Evans dropped, um, he took out a linebacker, you know, just blew blew him up. It was great protection for Brady. Um, so there's a lot of good things there from Keyshawn, and I definitely like him as an option if we have to go to someone else besides uh, Ronald Jones. Yeah, and again, looking forward to next year. This is this could be his coming out party, I guess. Like literally, this is what I can bring to you. Mm-hmm. Lenny took it and ran with it, and he's held it all season. I know we're hoping Lenny comes back, but that was a serious hamstring injury. I'm still leery and wondering if he's even going to come back for the the playoff run. Right. Yeah, I I was trying to look for like any signs on Twitter from his account, but he's been silent since the injury. So, you know, hopefully he's rehabbing good and you know get back get back strong. Um, I think they they come up with the decision next week, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a big wait and see. But yeah. other than that, Vaughn, let's see what you can do. Rojo, he's supposedly that injury is pretty big too. So mm-hmm. yeah, they have an MRI on it. So hopefully that goes well. Uh people that yeah, Chris Godwin uh, had successful surgery, so that's good news. Um he he'll he'll be back and I think he'll he'll probably be better than he was before, which is that's what we hope for. And um again, he's not going anywhere, guys. He's gonna be back with the Bucks for sure. Funny money, right? Yeah. Yep. Put it on the credit card. <laughs> Put it down in the books. Yep. Uh, so let's do one more offensive question, then I want to go back to the defense. Sure. Uh, Matt Newman over here saying, agree, leave the tight ends in and run the football. OJ and Gronk have been bl- blocking really well. Every time I see a big run, they're doing it. They're clearing the outside, or you see Jensen, Donnie, Marpet. Someone's pulling. Mm. They know how to run effectively. I just don't understand why they don't do it more. I know they were down two touchdowns in this game. You shouldn't have been abandoning it so early either either way. So we have weapons galore. I know you want to use them all, but use them effectively. Don't just force feed one issue. Um, I'll let you touch on that a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, the tight ends, I, I thought, did a good job. They they bounced back in a big way yesterday. I thought Gronk was outstanding, uh, making guys miss, breaking tackles, catching the football, um, doing all the things that we see him do before, and they they utilized him in the right way. Uh, Cam Brate has has done a good job, and he's come a long way in his, his run blocking as well. Uh, and then OJ, I thought, again, I agree with you. I thought he did good things. like to see him get more involved in the passing game. That's another story, but... Um, yeah, I, I think they're stepping up and we're going to need them. And like you said, running the football is, it's got to become an emphasis, but you got to continue to utilize those run plays that work for you, um, and, and do it in the right situations. I mean, it's, it's, what's weird is though, is they've shown it before. They just don't 
consistently do it. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Consistency. The Jets did against us. We're the number one, two, whatever it is, top five run defense now because we've been gashed a couple times. They still ran the ball. They still did executed their plays. If you execute correctly, there's going to be three, four-yard gains that will turn eventually into seven, 10, 15-yard gains down because our offensive line wants to run block. They want to run over people. I just always consistently block backwards and hope to get run over by a defensive tackle like Kappa did not too long ago. Your offensive line will get happy and want to do this. They want to go hunt and run people over. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of that. Like get your offensive line in the game, get them moving, get them active, and then guess what? Play action is going to open up. That's all you did last offseason. Are they mm-hmm. waiting? No, you shouldn't be because you got to be practicing this to execute in the playoffs. You don't hold it in. <laughs> so I just don't understand what's going on. You saw last season momentum just keep going better and better and better. Mm-hmm. What is going on with this offense? It's a big question mark. And the defense, I'll kind of motion over to that. Yes, the, the secondary was healthy at its first, but Jamel Dean, SMB had to come in late. SMB gets hurt. Mm-hmm. But still, the things I saw, some of it was coaching. They're just trying to dummy it down for Desir or people who are in there to go on man. Edwards man on <laughs> Berrios. I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah. Once they finally realize, okay, have Devin White go in on a blitz, accelerate the process, Wilson to think, drop back in zones. I don't give a crap if Anthony Nelson's dropping back. That big-ass dude, it's, he's not going to be able to cover well, but he's in the way. Mm-hmm. That's going to yeah. delay the decision. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, you got a pass deflection. So. Yeah. So it's just the defense is not a worry. Like Once they get in their groove and the coaching matches the personnel that's on the field, we're, we're lights out. No. And someone's asking earlier if I'm okay with their our pass rush. Our top two guys are out, and we're still getting sacks left and right. We're mm. tied for first not too long ago. Yeah, Zach, Zach Wilson's very tough to sack. I mean, that guy's so fast and elusive. Um, so we had a couple where we just missed him. I mean, he was running everywhere or running backwards. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a tough that's a tough tackle. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. You know, getting back. You know, Shaq Barrett, JPP, you know, hopefully get those guys back for the playoffs. Levante is a huge piece. And, and, and now the, you know, the secondary, hopefully, fingers crossed, stays healthy from here on out. SMB is okay. And, um, you know, these guys start playing, uh, you know, how they should. And, you know, I think we'll be fine. Todd Bowles is one guy I'm not worried about. He understands what he has to do and, and he makes adjustments. He did it yesterday. And he did it perfectly. 100%. And they mm-hmm. were joking about it earlier. But once he did that, he never went away from it. He's like, oh, you can't beat it. I'm going to keep doing it. And that's how it all should be. Mm-hmm. If you see a, a team cannot defend an offensive scheme or can't move the ball on one of your defensive schemes, keep doing it until they figure it out. If they can't, too bad. They're too dumb. They can't figure it out. That's what coaches have to do. Right. Bulls figured it out. They're fine. Keep Zone blitz in it. Devin White go in. Let's do some stunts. Everyone else just stare at Wilson. Wherever his eyes go, go. And look what happened. Yeah, it worked. And mm. yeah, they held their offense to zero points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, that's that's the that's the biggest number right there. And you know, obviously you could say, oh, the Jets, they just 
they uh they packed it in on themselves with that fourth and two quarterback sneak call but again it's uh it's not the bucks problem they they made the stop (laughs) they made the stop and uh you know and the rest was history after that it it's a lot of its execution but the thing is to me, Levante David is humongous. Our two edge rushers is humongous, and we still can shut it down when we have to. Like the defense mm-hmm. came up big when needed to, and right. that's that's what you want to see. Secondary as they start gelling together, it'll be there. I think they're just holding Sherman out for the playoffs. To be honest, same thing with our edge rushers. Mm-hmm. But we're still getting pressure. People, if you're worried, there was pressure. I mean, Wilson was running all around. People are yeah. getting in and. The Jets' offensive line isn't too bad. They're actually pretty good. Young, although young and mm-hmm. banged up, they are good at what they do, which is running the ball. So it was a good test, I'll say that, especially if mm-hmm. we do face the Eagles moving forward in the playoffs. Yeah, playoff scenarios are pretty much finalizing here as we head into Week 18, which sounds strange. You don't. Yeah. That's the first time we're we're talking about that. Um, you know, usually the, the season ends today and we're talking about playoffs coming up this week, um, but that's not the case. And yeah, when you look at the, the standings, obviously, you know, the Bucks are still playing for that two seed and, and B.A. came out today. He's like, yeah, we're nobody's resting. We, we play to win. So, you know, obviously they're they're trying to get that that top spot or as high as they can go. Uh, but you look at all the scenarios right now, it looks like, yeah, the Eagles probably be that matchup if they're the uh the six or the seventh seed well in the packers they still have the conference record over us correct so well the packers what? packers clinch number one so they're yeah. already they're already in that um okay. that's that's not going to change they have home field throughout the uh the playoffs right now so they can literally just rest everyone pretty much yep yep they can rest against De- yep. detroit so yeah well it is what it is. I mean, the Bucks wrote their own future with the two losses of the Saints, which they shouldn't have. I'm still bitter. I know it's been in the past, but still, that it's, it's embarrassing still to, to the team itself. Not to me. I'm just pissed off at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, you want to win games, you, no matter what. Tom Brady's going to be out there. He's not going to give half-ass effort. He's going to push to win. And I want to jump over that. It's, it's all about this. We I want to walk into the playoffs head held high and with momentum and figure things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rams have a, a big matchup this week. It's uh, Rams 49ers 40, 49ers have to win to get into the playoffs and the Rams want to win because that will clinch them the division because the Cardinals can still sneak up there and, and get the division if they win and, and the Rams lose. So a lot at stake for those uh, final spots, but the good news is the bucks are, I believe pretty much clinched um, that three spot. Um, they'd have to lose. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. If they lose this week, they could fall to number four. But um, yeah, I mean, a lot would have to happen for that to take place. Yeah, we're assuming we slaughter the Panthers like the first game, but <laughs> look what the Jets happen. Look how right. the Washington football team happen. <laughs> it's just blows my mind sometimes thinking about mm-hmm. this. But I mean, guys, it. The Bucks truly are the only team that beat themselves. <laughs> a lot of it's coaching, a lot of it's interceptions, but I mean, execute. Mm-hmm. What else can we say? No, right on. And you know, there was um, 
you know, speaking of stakes, I mean, there was a lot on, on stake like last week with uh, fantasy football championships. I lost in the final uh, to a Jets fan, which is ironic. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're looking at these games and you got a lot of games coming up, there's going to be a lot of sports betting going on. So, guys, if you haven't yet, you know, be sure to go on DraftKings and check out our promo that we got going on with the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, sign up if 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 you haven't signed up, go up, go there and sign up. Type in the the promo code TPPN, and you can get a lot of free stuff. A hundred dollars in free bets if you bet a dollar and you win. Uh, there's just a lot of good stuff going on with uh, DraftKings, so be sure to check it out. It's uh, pretty awesome. I was looking for the little banner this time. Couldn't come up in the clutch plus. I, uh, I, it's okay. I left you in the high and dry. It's oh, okay. They they know what it is. I lied. <laughs> you know what? I got you plus. Don't you worry. I'm going to let you finish. But I found it. Plus, give me one more run again. <laughs> well, here it is as Mark pulls it up. But again, if you're new to DraftKings, it's, uh, it's a great time of the year. They got so many... You know, promos going on, but use our promo code to help support the channel, channel uh, TPPN. And it's just awesome. You can win a lot of, you know, prizes and a lot of good, um, you know, games coming up with, uh, you know, good bets going on and you can win some money. Enjoy, guys. Have fun. Now let's talk some more Buccaneer football. It's always fun. Uh, yes. It's stressful. It is fun. <laughs> and Cyril Grayson. Fantastic guy. I hope this guy comes up in the clutch. And I want to see, I want to know. Everyone don't want to know what the hell happened to AB on the sideline. I want to know what the hell's wrong with Scotty Miller in this doghouse. What did he even do? Like, I just don't, I don't that's one thing I don't get. Yeah, I mean, he, he was out there on special teams yesterday. Um, you know, I think he's doing a good job there. He was in on a couple of returns. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I would like to see him being utilized. I don't know what happened to the over routes that they ran all last year with receivers or tight ends, you know, going across the middle and just, you know, going into that, that level over the, you know, intermediate routes. Um, and Scotty did that a lot last year and he made a lot of good catches. Um, it, it was either that or, you know, streaks down the field where he just blows past people. Or utilizing him in the screen game like we do with uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans or other guys. Yeah, AB. Um, you know, use him on end arounds, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't get it. I hope he gets more involved. Um, they still have Jalen Darden, who's on the COVID uh, list right now. But, you know, your six receivers right now is uh, Evans, Tyler Johnson. You got Cyril Grayson, then Perriman, Scotty Miller, and, and Darden. So, I mean... I just hope they all get utilized in the way they should. And that, that's the scary thing. So AB's gone now. Chris Godwin's gone now. Those are the two main guys you used in that screen game. You didn't see many of those in the Jets game. No, that's right. He's yeah, they, they did it to AB. And then after that, it, it was once he left, it was it was done. So right? and they tossed it out of the out of the playbook. You still have guys that can run it and you aren't using them correctly. That's the problem we are talking about. Yeah. And no one kind of sees it. They're like, oh no, Tom Brady will get, fix it. Tom Brady needs a little schematic help, not just personnel help. I'm going to sign some Hall of Famer off the street. Like, mm -hmm. like 
help them schematically personnel on the field utilized correctly. Levwich, it's on you. I, I know you hear nothing but good news. You're getting carried by great players on the field. That's what's going on. <laughs> Use your guys correctly. Gronk screens. What the hell is with Scotty Miller? Put him in the screen game. Put him on drags across the field. Have a linebacker try and stay with him or just streak down the field. Toss someone underneath him. Find space. Utilize. Mm. I just, it just blows my mind so many yeah. times. They just misuse their guys. Yeah, they ran mesh with Le'Veon Bell, which is, that's cool. But man, dude's slow. Like, <laughs> run it with a fast guy and see what happens. Um, you know, you did with Paraman. He scored a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. You could do the same thing. So. That's that's where we, I know we we're broken records here, but it's just frustrating to see it week in week out. It's like, oh, here we go again. Let's let's uh, you know, just stutter around, and then when we need to make the plays, we'll we'll do that. And you know, obviously, you can get away with it against a team like the Jets because they're inferior on on talent. But when it comes to playoffs, talent's going to be matched up pretty well. Um, so you're going to have to find ways to out coach people out scheme and, and make it easier for the execution to be successful. And that's all we ask. <laughs> that's what your, your coaches, you're supposed to be game planning for the, for the game at mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. Fukuwab, Anthony Nelson. Yes. He's doing great. Yeah, plus like, let's get off the bad, bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is. I mean, he's going to be a free agent as well. Correct. Uh, no, I think no. we talked, I think we talked about this. He's going to be a free agent, I think in 2023. Oh, so good. good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's, uh, he's playing very well and, and, uh, you know, it's good for him. He's taking advantage of his opportunity. Um, him and, um, you know, Cam Gill, I, I saw some good things from as well. So yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Like you just said, opportunistic. I mean, he, he had some good plays behind the line of scrimmage especially in the running game. He's, he got doubled on plenty of times, too. So they're mm-hmm. giving him t- attention as well. So that's that's cool to see other teams are noticing mm-hmm. the effect he has on a game. And uh, well, I guess we'll try and highlight that in the film study this this week, guys. And always let us know if you guys want us to kind of cover someone specifically or look deeper into something. I know we want to look at Cyril Grayson, just check out what he needs to fix and what he's doing really well. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jim Melvin only brings – Good takes. Let's see. Last season at playoff time, we had Evans, Godwin, Brown, Miller, Gronk, Fournette, firing all the cylinders. This year, we have 90% Evans and Gronk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be different. I mean, this is going to be a, a, you know, playoffs is where anything can happen. Um, it doesn't really, I don't really like get too hyped up on the seeding. Yeah, it's nice to have home field advantage, especially this year where you have fans in the stands and it's going to be louder. It's going to be more crazy. Uh, so it does have an impact, but we've seen plenty of times where six seed, five seed, whatever, whatever seed they are, they go on and they can win a championship. Bucks did it last year as the, as the fifth seed. Yeah. So, you know, really it, for this team and we said it pretty much all year, it's, you know, about being healthy and it's about having the right mindset and approach going into the playoffs. I think if, if that comes together, then obviously this team has a chance to do it uh, once again. Mindset and approach healthy. I agree with all that. And 
like you just said, like, okay, you don't have certain guys, but you still have guys to use. You have mm-hmm. guys that have been in the system for a long time. Yeah. He's been here for a while now. Perriman knows the system. I mean, and it has shown he can succeed in the system. You you have plenty of guys to use. I don't want to hear this crap of we don't have A B, we don't have Godwin. You still have the best quarterback to do it. You have Hall of Fame tight end. Great offensive line. Uh, possibly the top three offensive line in the game. You have everything at your disposal. Execute. That's all we're asking. The defense will do enough. You mm-hmm. just have to score one point more than the other team. And you have plenty of weapons to do it with. So I'm just tired of the excuses. Execute. Simple enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, G Vegas. He said it here. Oh, I forgot about Watson. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. They um they have to activate him soon. So they're gonna have a decision on their hands. I wonder what they do. I don't I think Watson probably gets cut, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Or I don't know. Has he been playing? I didn't even I haven't realized it. So I have to go back and look at that. <laughs> but great point, Chief Vegas. I'll, we'll see what he can do. And this is Kawab says it. As long as 12 is playing, we got a legit shot. And that is the God honest truth. I mean, not out of any game. He's going to try and make the right decisions. What was funny is like the, the rookie cornerback that got the interception before the half. Mm-hmm. Three ran up to Brady to sign the ball. Is it please? Yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. Like, right. And Brady's like, fine, here. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sign my mistake and let you have it. So yeah, that, no, it's, uh, that was good. And it's crazy that I picked off Tom Brady. It's going to be like a huge story mm-hmm. versus life. Like, and that's to that credit, as long mm-hmm. as you have this guy who you, you sent me today, like his stats. Oh, they're identical. Like last year. And it's, I think I was reading in 20 seasons with the Patriots, he only had 40 touchdowns once. <laughs> he's been here twice. It's been two years. He's done it twice. Yeah, 80 touchdowns in two years. Ridiculous. Like, yeah, and yeah. people are still saying like he's not an MVP race. Like that. Come on, guys. Like this guy should be the MVP. I mean, he's he's playing lights out, and a big reason why where we are. So the only the only other offensive player is Cooper Cup. It's the only other player I think that deserves it. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I mean, but he just got, did he get shut out or not shut out this game? But I, I just don't know if he has enough. A lot of people are, are saying Aaron Rodgers, but I'm like, I'm, oh. like come, I'm like, come on. Tom Brady, like, he's, he's doing it all. With his crap of the vaccine stuff, missing a game. Yeah, I heard that's going to affect him. But he doesn't have the statistical categories mm-hmm. to do it. I know you're on the best team, but. Yeah. Is this the most valuable team or is this the most valuable player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cooper Cooper Cup is having a great year. I mean, how how what yardage is he at? Is he like near two thousand yards? Like it's is crazy. He... Crazy Stupid. what he crazy what he's been doing. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's bring this up. Oh, I gotta share it again. Mm-hmm. He has eighteen hundred yards. Okay. So that he could stupid. he could possibly get close. That is stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he's going to have over 140 catches. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the best best receiving uh, years in a while. I don't think we've seen – I don't know. Did uh, Calvin Johnson ever – he did 2,000 yards, didn't he, one year? I don't know. 
But uh, ridiculous. Where's the Where's the one guy that was googling for us that last time? He had all the answers. <laughs> I don't know if he's in the chat or not. I don't think he's here for tonight's show. Look at this. Look at my man. He's gonna have his five thousand yard season. Sixty-seven percent, forty touchdowns, twelve. Like next closest is Stafford. It's crazy. And I saw a stat today that Brady's had eight dropped touchdowns, also to go go in addition to those numbers. So if those are caught, he's looking at a fifty touchdown season, five thousand yards. I mean, it's crazy. And thank you, O line. Yep. You know what's funny? He only had twenty-one sacks last season too. Yeah. Yeah, oh, sucks. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we can keep it that way. Hopefully, keep it at twenty-one. But yep. I mean, look at everyone else. Twenty-five, twenty-eight. Everyone has more. Mm-hmm. So think about it. Is it just Brady getting the ball out fast, or is our O line actually pretty good? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And sh- shout out to uh, shout out to Joe Burrow. I mean, that guy is he's he's the man. Jugular Joe Burrow. Look at seventy percent. Yeah. It's like the modern day Drew Brees right here. Yeah, happy happy for that team uh, getting a division title. Uh, that that's pretty impressive, especially after what Joe Burrow went through and that injury and coming back like he has. That's uh, saying something. Beat the Chiefs. Yeah, in Arrowhead. Yeah, they were. Yeah, you talk about adversity. They were down fourteen twice, and they and they came back and won. So, like that. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's been sacked 51 times. Mm-hmm. About 30 more times than Brady. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And just a little side note for fantasy people out there. I had Jamar Chase yesterday and he came so close to, you know, finding a way to win it for me. But 43 points, I guess, just wasn't enough. And I'm still bitter. I'm going to mention it plus. <laughs> I lost my freaking semifinal. Three points. Yep. And I dropped AB the, the week prior. So I was like, oh, he's probably not going to come back. Mm. Bastard comes back. <laughs> lights it up against the Panthers. Yeah. And I, because I have Joe Burrow, I lit it up. Mm. I would have beat everyone, but damn it. Yeah. I'm leaving alone. Better luck next year. Yay. Hey, I'm, I'm right there with you. If you ain't first, you're last. So I didn't win. So. We all have to do better, uh, and that's what we're <laughs> we're we're going to try to do, um, especially on this channel. As you guys are watching Real Bucks Talk live on Bucks Report, also the Pigskin Podcast Network, and like Mark Mark said earlier, um, you know, let us know if you if you have a certain player that you want us to look at. Um, we're going to start getting back into our draft coverage. I know we're getting a lot of hits on the little draft videos that we've done so far this year. Tyler Lindenbaum is getting crazy amount of views and. Um, he's one of the top uh, center prospects in in the upcoming draft, so it's really cool. Um, I'm working on you know getting some more prospects in, in the queue, so hopefully we can start working on those as we get closer to you know February, March, April, etc. But other than that, guys, if any other questions in the chat, bring it. But I mean, overall, Buccaneers should wrap up everything against the Panthers next week. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't know that. That's crazy. 51 oh, sacks. <laughs> oh, man. I must have blacked. I, I zoned out. <laughs> but I said awesome. he has 30 more sacks than Tom Brady has. Wow. That's that's nuts. <laughs> oh, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Considering he's come back for ACL, which 
was on a sack. Guy ran right into his knee. Poor guy. They're they're trying to beat him up. Like fix that offensive line. <laughs> I mean, I guess you got your weapon next year. Just protect your guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is crazy. I mean, Buccaneers. I think we beat a dead horse if the offense kind of just does enough. Because I, I think the defense is. Don't worry about it. I know I may shoot myself in the foot on this one. <laughs> if these guys come back, Todd Bowles is executing on a high level. Went to 20, I know 24 against the Jets sounds bad. It does. But get your guys back. Get the whole team healthy. And look what can happen with this defense. It's the same defense that stopped uh, Patrick Mahomes nine points in the Super Bowl. I think it's even better once everyone's healthy. Offensively, what can we do with lesser players? That's the big thing. The coaching will carry you throughout the playoffs, and that's telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, defense, like like Mark said, I think it's going to be fine. Get everyone healthy. Let's let's get it locked and loaded. And then offensively, again, it's really just about the approach, and that's why I talked about earlier: mindset, approach, and being healthy. So if the approach is right and Byron and Tom can get where they need to be on the same page and put these guys in better positions, then I have full confidence. And at the end of the day, they're so talented. This is a very talented football team. As we saw, you know, 12 and four, that's, that's no joke. That's a great record. And, you know, hopefully coming up this week against the Panthers, they can find a way to get to 13 and four and and finish strong. Uh, But with that said, thank you everyone in the chat. You're so appreciated, and we appreciate all the comments, the questions. Uh, the support on YouTube has been outstanding, so hopefully that continues. We appreciate it. Uh, so don't be a stranger. Andrew, you're the man. We appreciate it. You're always uh, giving us you know, comments on YouTube uh, and you know, supporting us every week, so much appreciated. Um, but you. yeah. Seriously. So... Everyone have a great week. I hope everyone's new year is starting the way they want it. Uh, and with that said, till the next one, go Bucks. Watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> go Bucks. <laughs>